What is going on, squad? Welcome to We Killing It. All we do is love entertainment, and we love talking about it. So what we are is a podcast talking about entertainment and media. This is take one, but we will be releasing an episode weekly. So if you want to get more information and you want to hear more from us, hit that sub button. And if you want to get notifications, make sure you hit that bell. I want to take a quick second to say rest in peace to Brandon and Bruce Lee and their family. Uh, and friends for all the enjoyment we've had from watching their movies all of our lives. We watched the movie The Crow the other night. It's a 1994 film and it stars Brandon Lee, Rochelle Davis, and Ernie Hudson. The film is written by David J. Shaw and John Shirley. And fun fact, the movie is originally based off of a comic written by James O'Barr and the comic has the same name as the film. It's actually funny because I had no idea that it was a comic book as well. I've been watching this movie since I was like four years old and literally had no idea that it was a comic book. I didn't know there was a comic book until you told me there was a comic book. I, like, I so literally like, looked it up and I was like, oh my god, there's like a whole comic book here, let's go. <laughs> but, but, Top Dollar's not in a comic book. He's not? Like, so that incestuous thing we don't like is not in there, but Top Dollar's not in there either. And he's like my favorite character. Well, I mean, at least they didn't have incest back then. <laughs> so, I have obviously seen this movie before. I was about four or five or six years old when the film came out. And uh, it was actually the first film that I saw in the movie theaters. And uh, it, was, it became my favorite movie after that. So, I've probably seen this movie hundreds of times. Um, Matt, though, has never seen it. And that was a fun fact, fun thing that I thought we could, we could check out together to see if it still stands up. Um, I love this film. Uh, I've been a been big fan for like basically my whole life. Um, but like, what did you think about it? I thought it was pretty cool. I there were a few things that I liked right away. The second the movie started, I liked the monologue from the child talking about kind of the plot point of the the crow itself, the bird, and. I think it's just it's if it if you pay attention to it right off the bat, then you could see the movie from an entire new perspective. Oh yeah, it's so cool. What about um? Do you got like a favorite camera shot or um just like a favorite artistic moment in the film? Um, I really like when what was it called? It's okay. Who? Oh, I can help. Mickey. Mickey was the guy that got launched. Mickey. Yeah. yeah. So I liked, it. it's part of the kill scene, but it's not like the full kill scene. It's the one part where Mickey is strapped up in the car, has a thermite in his lap, and yeah. is being launched off <laughs> and, and into the river. And his, his friend Skank is just sitting there yeah. watching. <laughs> and then he gets messed up too. It's just, it's just so great. I love it. I'm a big fan of the fire crow. I love the fire crow when he throws the lighter oh, fluid yeah. down and just, it's just perfect. Yeah, it's just it, so it's cool. Just, it's just uh, But um, I will say my favorite shot in the whole movie is when Eric Draven is just sitting on top of the roof playing the guitar and that camera comes up like this yeah. and it shows the whole city. And then it goes back and goes to some terrible, um, like the, the computer generation in this movie is not great. But it's from the early 90s. 
But so like it goes back and then you see some terrible computer generation, but before that, that shot is just so gorgeous. Right. I wanted to also note, like when I was watching, there's a, in the beginning as well, it kind of goes through a camera swooping through the city. And like, I, I couldn't help but notice that it's just, it looks just like a model city on a table and yeah. someone's taking a little GoPro going through Oh, with there. the, when the bird, when the bird is yeah. flying over the city? Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Ah, yeah, man, they did really good with some of the shots, but other shots you can definitely tell. Like it's either bad CG or just like little miniatures. Yeah. <laughs> so, funnily enough, this is considered a superhero movie. I don't know why there's a lot of murder in it. I guess because maybe he paints his face. I don't know. But what we did want to do is take a second to talk about the differences between how movies are now and how super movies used superhero movies used to be. This is in the same time frame and stuff as like Spawn and stuff. So like gory superhero movies were the thing back then. Right. So they had to catch your eyes. Yep. Yep. So I mean, I guess so you you you've been raised in this you know culture of superhero movies like literally every third movie that comes every, out every marvel movie that's coming out nowadays is superhero or supervillain related so i mean how different is this to you do you see this as a superhero movie not at all no <laughs> i see I, it more as like a revenge film yeah i see revenge i see like just straight carnal rage <laughs> but also like a lunatic crazy vibe which i i feel like they might have labeled it as superhero because in a way he's helping but if anything he's an anti-hero like, that's what i'm saying you know he's invincible he he likes to go around saying weird quips and killing people. <laughs> he does he's basically the like weird a, awkward dark poetry like, he's, <laughs> he's like edgar Allan poe a rock star and deadpool <laughs> like, he's bro just, he's just a great mix there's a really dark note when it comes to this film brandon lee was shot in the making of this film and there are a lot of conspiracy theories based around brandon lee because of his father and their family and the conspiracy theories based around bruce lee so we're going to talk about that um it turns out that it was not a murder there was no there was no replacement of the weapon or any of these lies that we've been told my entire life um i will take a second to go into the manner of his death and you know i'll just tell you about it and we'll tell them if so you have, if you have any triggers just skip trigger it warnings he does die there is uh some information about an accidental death with a dummy round so if anybody has any any triggers like that go ahead and skip forward and uh you know we don't want anybody freaking out or anybody having any problems so the manner of death is as follows. Michael Massey, the actor portraying Fun Boy, uh, uh, was required to fire a 44 Magnum loaded with blanks at Brandon Lee. The revolver had been inspected days earlier for a previously filmed scene in which uh, it was not fired but needed to be seen loaded. Dummy rounds are used for this, which have a bullet, a spent primer, but no powder. One of the dummy rounds had a bullet, a life primer, and no power. When test fired, the primer propelled the bullet into the barrel where it stopped. So it just kind of like stuck 
at the tip of the barrel. Yeah. And nobody checked that. So the the main person in charge of the weapons for the day, like the guy, I'm, I'm sorry, the person on set who was in charge for the weapons was gone for the day. They let him go for the day. And then, so the, the side, the second person who was in charge of the weapons, he went and checked, but he didn't check the barrel. So when they put a blank in there, which has gunpowder, and it had the little dummy part stuck in the barrel, when the, when the round went off, the gunpowder projected the piece and it just, it fired into Brandon Lee like it was a real bullet and he died in the hospital. Recently that happened in a movie called Russ with Alec Baldwin and someone got, uh, someone actually died in that situation too and Brandon Lee's fiance at the time was an outrage about it. I mean, of course. <laughs> But it's, it's, it's really important, and the gun safety laws around movies need to be in check, because we don't want things like this to happen. How can that happen 20 years later? Yeah, we should have learned the first time. We should have learned the first time. And that's exactly what Brandon Lee's fiance was saying. So what I believe my whole life is a conspiracy theory, based around other conspiracy theories having to do with Bruce Lee. Um, that's the, that is everything out of, out of five or six articles that I read that was, they, they were all the same thing. I just want to talk about, a little bit about the things that we really loved in this movie. Um, you know, that's, that's what we're about, right? We love films. So, I would say that the cinematics in this movie are insane. The person, the DP in this film, uh, which I should have looked up and I will look up next time, uh, it, it was insane. Like, it's just really great choices from a cinematic point of view. Um, musically, they did really well. There are a lot of time period songs, you know, that, that 90s hair metal, but there's also like a lot of really good originals, the little original things that they did for Eric Draven's character that I really, really like. And then the, uh, the poetry, they put so much poetry in this film and like, there's no films doing that now. Like, this is just, it's just awesome. The scene with, the pawn, the pawn shop where he knocks on the door and quotes the Raven, like, oh, I've loved that my whole life. Like, <laughs> it's just too good. Uh, I'm not a big fan of the incestuous overtones, and I'm definitely not a fan of, you know, the bad CGI, but I can get past that just because of how good the film is. And it was really hard for me to come up with just those two things that I didn't like, so, you know, bear with me. Yeah. Um, for me, I'd have to say I love the plot line and the story that goes through it, like, like I said before, with the story of the crow and how the eyes help, and just Eric Draven's story that he's of that painful, painful time with him and his and his fiance, and how they were both killed, and then he comes back for revenge. That's just a great story, and I, I love how he gets his revenge. And uh, I gotta say the kill scenes are just top-notch <laughs> Like there, there wasn't a kill scene that I was disappointed with Bro, um, he, he stuck Tintin in all of his major organs with all of his knives With all of his <laughs> His humor and the cop's humor and it, Really all the humor in this movie The only one I didn't get was Top Dollar But that's because he's an evil bastard Yeah, um, evil bastard and then honestly, another thing that I really liked was that Eric Draven could go to someone that he saw needed help because that's all he really did if you really looked at the undertone of his character is that he was just trying to help and get his 
his rest or whatever and you know when he my favorite scene is when he goes to help Darla hmm. he's he's he goes to her after he gets rid of funny boy and he takes the morphine out of her veins and tells her to go back to her daughter and be a good mother and you can just see like her character change instantly like her the whole thought process it's just and he he tries he does it with the cop as well i don't feel like sergeant got his his full story done though i don't think it was ever resolved in my opinion i agree they only showed that picture and i feel like they only like you said they only did that to like, add the piece just to make him connect with eric on a further level but he was already connected with eric at that time so there was yeah, no need there for that there was no need for that or they could have completed it in some way and they didn't they didn't top off either sides of that coin talking about darla and the morphine being pushed out of her veins like a that cannot feel good no. <laughs> it was all the morphine strictly too it was no blood yeah, so it was yeah. being strained just through pushing that. poison straining it through the blood and out the arm that was insane um i really love that quote um it's actually one of my favorite lines in the film and it is a quote from the historical fictional character henry esmond and the quote is Mother is the name for God in the lips and hearts of little children. And it's true. Go home. Be a mother and help your daughter. She's running the streets. That's all Brandon was trying to tell her. And I'm sorry. That's all Eric was trying to tell her. And by doing so, she went home and she tried to be a mother. And I, I think you're right. Because we never got that with the sergeant. He just no. stopped smoking cigarettes. He stopped smoking. He took one last puff and was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Another another thing that I thought was interesting was the show of both sides of the mother and daughter relationship. When she went back the next day and was trying to cook her daughter eggs, you could see that how that relationship is supposed to work. That kid has to try and the mother has to try because the mother was trying, the kid wasn't used to it and thought it was being weird. And then she saw the mom just start giving up and just yeah just like she was that. being standoffish and then once the mom was like oh okay forget it she was like oh no never mind i'm sorry i want the eggs i want them over easy <laughs> let me get the bags <laughs> so it's it's important that it shows that to me because it, it is important that both both sides of that relationship you can see that in the real world that that needs to happen just like that otherwise it's not going to be healthy it's not going to be real yes Yes, agree, 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 agree. I agree 120%. 120%. So that was that was definitely my favorite line and, and I, I like I love that line. My other favorite line, like I told you guys already, is the quote from the Raven in the pawn shop when he's talking to get poor Gideon. Poor Gideon. <laughs> and uh, he knocks on the door, Gideon doesn't answer it, so of course Eric breaks the window and walks in and says, Suddenly there came a tapping as of someone gently rapping, rapping at my chamber door. And like and then he says, Did you hear me rapping? It's just so fucking <laughs> cool, man. It's just so freaking cool. So I, I have to say I love those two lines. I love poor Gideon, and it's just it's just good. What are your uh, what are your favorite lines? Well, from that same area of footage, um, 
he starts getting quite physical with poor old Gideon. And, you know, Gideon tries to take a shot at him, and he gets thrown over the counter. Yeah. Right here. You you can't really see it, but Eric goes upside down and then swings in and says, Mr. Gideon, you're not paying attention. Whack! Whack! <laughs> it's the best. And, oh, my God. And then to... Just to skank. throw another one in there. Skank. Skank. I hate Skank. Skank is his namesake, bro. He is like <laughs> his name. Like, he's nasty. Ain't, ain't no way he didn't get that name for a reason. <laughs> so, but talking about Skank, when he's in the, the room with Top Dollar and all of his associates before they open fire on uh, Eric, he's sitting next to top dollar and he, he's like well are you scared and, I, and all he shouts out is i feel like a little worm on a big effing hook and, and we feel like a little worm on a big effing hook well son your mama must be damn proud <laughs> bro it's just it's just it's great crazy. it's great no the the character development in this movie is insane because we don't actually get a lot of time with the other characters. We don't. We barely get any time with Ten Ten because he dies pretty much right yes, away. Right away. Uh, and so, like, but even with Ten Ten, there is character development and growth. Even in that point where he's like talking to Ten Ten before he kills him, he he gets that information. We find out what kind of person Ten Ten is, and that's that's like that's like a thirty second conversation. Right. And really, that's due to the writer and the director, like, to be oh. able to tell a story like that, you know what I mean? Right. And all we saw before that with Ten Ten was them riding around in a car and them in a bar, and then uh, exactly. getting shot, and that's yep. it. They killed Ten Ten right away, we, we knew all we needed to he know He was about cool, him. too. He was cool. He was the knife guy. You know, the knife experts always need... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See my, man, my man was like, I never miss. <laughs> Misses every shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh so basically we love this film um we both found it difficult to find things that we didn't like about it overall i would say it's a good watch if you have not seen the crow go see the crow go, go watch it it like it go see the crow why are you not watching it? why haven't you seen it <laughs> uh, uh and uh, it's it's actually a really great film to sit down with a buddy and watch too, because some films are like solo films, you know, yeah, like and then some films are like when you couch game and they're couch films. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Some films are background films, you know, but this is definitely a great film to sit with your buddy and talk about it and talk about how dark the city is, because I yeah. see like the city in the same vein as like that, like those like 90s Batman films, you know, with Gotham's all dark and stuff. <laughs> like you have to really look into a yeah. shadow to see Mr. Wayne. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I would say go for it. Uh, what do you? What about you, Matt? I, I definitely recommend giving it a watch. I don't see why you wouldn't. This is just a great movie. It doesn't, it's not very long either. So if you just want to sit down, watch a great movie, this is definitely just a great pick. Yeah, it's a it's a movie that'll keep you off your phone, which you know nowadays yeah, is hard. That's just you know you know we got screen time on our phones telling us how long. What what's your screen time? <laughs> what's what's what, your screen time? What, what's your app? <laughs> so uh, I give the movie a four out of five star, four point five out of five stars. I'm gonna go with the solid four and I'm honestly only giving it that four because it's missing an entire 
characters chunk with the sergeant. One of the most important characters too. Yeah, he's, he's a, he takes care of the kid the entire time until Eric's it, back and it's just like... Because the sergeant and the kid and Eric are really the most important characters of the whole film. Because mm -hmm. like, if you take one of those characters out, it changes the whole movie. Right, and the sergeant was covering him up, hiding him, you yeah. know, and like he found out about him right away and didn't tell nobody. So yeah. like, I, I feel like the sergeant should have gotten more He justice. damn sure did find out about it because he was he in his office just drawing a picture. <laughs> <laughs> just like, hmm. And it is, his like whole girl comes in and she's like, you losing it, aren't you? That was his <laughs> wife. That was the thing. That's his ex-wife? No, they were still technically married, but they were, it was, the where we were seeing him was before he got divorced. Oh, so like, but like that he's in that in between. He's in that in between, but they're getting divorced, and that he still didn't get anything changed in that. He just stopped smoking cigarettes. See, man, I've been watching that movie my whole life. I never noticed that part at all, and it's so funny because like there was no development. That's the reason why I never noticed it. There was no reason to notice it. You know, because like you watch a movie and then you go back and you watch things and you see other things. Mm -hmm. You know, but that with that movie and that character, you don't really do that because you're right. There's not enough character development with that character. Yeah. They put too much on the villains, like they, instead they, of their instead of their team. Yep. Yeah. Um. So, well, it has been so much fun, and don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And until next time, I've been Tyler, and this has been Matt, and we, and we killed, killed it. it.